Stephen Gedney is from Woodland, California, broadcasting live from a pre-recorded session via Carmichael, California. Uncle Steve is a bigger weirdo. Are we on the Stephen Gedney podcast? We are on the podcast. Same bad time, same bad Yeah. That's right. <laughs> because... Arrive by Turkey. Oh, yeah. Oh, if you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking yeah. about. I know what you're talking about. I'm feeling you all... Steven will definitely not work. <laughs> this is your number 97 source for movies, music, comic books, geek culture, life lessons, philosophy, stories of rock and roll, drugs, alcohol, and everything in between... Come one and come all. Enter the SGP. You're listening to the Stephen Gedney Podcast. <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. Ain't nobody got time for that. All right, all right, step right in. You're listening to the Stephen Gedney Podcast. <laughs> Episode 50. Ring-a-ding-ding-ding-dong. Hitting the bong. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> April 25th, 2016. Happy one-year anniversary to the Stephen Gedney Podcast. Yeah, that's right, man. For 2015 is when this thing began, when I... Got an idea in my head, and all of a sudden, it just happened. I started doing this pretty much every week for the last year, give or take a few exceptions, and uh, here we are, man, episode 50, and if you are one of my 3 to 10 regular listeners, because obviously this is not one of the most popular podcasts out there, um... You guys know that this is going to be my last one for a while, and fear not. I have said this before, but I will say this again. I am not going anywhere. I will be here maintaining my online presence on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, if you're down with that, and uh, YouTube. i got all sorts of stuff uh, in the works right now, and and I don't know, man, the last month or so, it's it's been really slow. There hasn't been a lot going on. As you guys know, my wife is uh recovering from uh, an injury, a back injury, and she's been kind of stuck. She hasn't been to work in a month or so. Hold on. I got myself a large, very large uh cafe americano over ice from Starbucks right now. One of my personal favorite drinks. It's very, very bitter, but uh, delicious, and I needed some caffeine, wasn't really feeling an energy drink, because those energy drinks, man, they really have a, a hardcore come down on them. <laughs> Anyways, what I was saying was, she hasn't been to uh, work in about a month, and uh, yeah, there's all... I've been kind of, I worked a little bit, uh, I've, I've taken a few days off here and there to help her out. Her mom's done the same thing. She, Her mom's taken off the days that I don't take off, and you know, everything that you can think of, uh, we, we're trying. Uh, we got the physical therapy, we did a MRI, she's taking a pain management, uh, 
prescription pills and muscle relaxers, ibuprofen, anti-inflammatories, exercises, just whatever whatever we can do to try to get her back to uh, being a functional human being. And uh, yeah, the last month or so, it's been very stressful on both of us. I mean, if there's one thing, I mean, there's many things out there, but uh, uh, this is definitely something to test uh, your relationship and marriage with another person, especially, you know, we it's been eight months, actually, the other day, uh, the 21st, it was eight months since we got married. Can you believe that? And uh, you never think that something like this is going to happen, especially within the first year of uh, being married. But regardless, you know, I, I'm I try to do my best with her as well as, you know, want to make myself happy as well. I mean, I'm not trying to be a douchebag or dick, but, you know, I don't really I I'm not a naturally caring person. You know, I'm not I don't want to be a dick about it, but. I'm one of those people that uh, I don't ever ask anybody for help. Therefore, I don't expect anyone to ask me for help. I'm very, you know, independent and, and want to do things my own way. And uh, a lot of times I get very, very frustrated when I have to do something I don't want to do. And I know what you guys are thinking, like, well, that's life, you know, like you <laughs> a lot of times you have to do stuff that you don't want to do for other people and i you know i understand that but at the same time there are people out there that always need somebody um elisa is one of them you know she always wants to be talking and, and engaged and uh be involved in things and me I'm the opposite. <laughs> I, I, I want to be left alone and I want quiet time and I don't want to talk to anybody. And due to that, uh, those personality uh, differences, you know, we are bound to have uh, disagreements and arguments, just like many other different sorts of relationships, marriages, friendships. So either way, like I'm saying, it's it's been a, a rough road and with me doing a podcast every week, especially this last month, it's I haven't had a lot to talk about other than shit that I observe out there in the uh, in the media and the mainstream and the creative uh, uh, world, whether it be TV shows, movies, music, politics, news. In fact, right now it is Sunday the twenty fourth, and. Uh, it's the return of Game of Thrones tonight. In fact, as soon as I finish recording this podcast, I'm going to watch the season six premiere. A little interesting side note on Game of Thrones. A few years back, I think it was 2013, um, me and Elisa, we went to L.A. and I showed her uh, um, Hollywood Boulevard for the first time. Um, I had only been there once. It was my second time going, but took her and we couldn't get over to uh, Grauman's Chinese Theater because it was all blocked off for the Game of Thrones season three premiere. <laughs> you know, we we I, I really wanted her to see the Elton John uh, star on the Walk of Fame because you know he's one of her favorite musicians from you know way back and. That was one of the only stars we couldn't get to, believe it or not. And uh, little did we know that that premiere that was going on at that time 
was going to be a show that we both loved and sort of obsessed with. Um, finally took the plunge last year and, and started watching that show. Uh, thanks to <laughs> HBO Go, which came with our cable package. And uh, we got hooked, man. And we watched all the seasons and uh, finished out the last season uh, sometime last year. And we've just been eagerly awaiting and uh, been very patient. And here it is. And also... Another show that I love, which I've talked about before on this podcast, Silicon Valley Season 3 is premiering as well. And I really like this show, man, because it's very under the radar. It's not as mainstream as uh, a lot of other programs out there. And it really fits into uh, my my style of uh, humor, what I, what I find funny. I mean, this is a show created by Mike Judge who did Beavis and Butthead, one of my favorites of all time growing up. I loved Beavis and Butthead. Later, King of the Hill, and pretty much every movie that he's done, I've been a fan of, whether it be Office Space, Idiocracy, Extract. So, of course, you know, when I found out about this show, I was going to watch it and find out. And the humor is so smart um, and still ironic. You know, it's kind of got that... Geez, I don't don't know what I can compare it to other than like Portlandia, even though uh, Portlandia I haven't watched a lot of, and it is super absurd uh, as far as the randomness, Um, whereas this show, uh, it it follows uh, a cast of characters uh, throughout their journey. And uh, I also identify with this show because even though it is filmed in L.A., like, most of Hollywood productions. It takes place in Silicon Valley, San Jose, uh, Hayward, Santa Clara, Palo Alto, Stanford, South San Francisco, you know, all that, that whole area. Um, and I've been around that area. I've never, um, I've never spent like a lot of time there, but uh, it definitely has that vibe. It feels uh, very central Northern California. Um, and, uh, and it's funny because even though all these guys are, are super nerds and they get into, uh, crazy situations, they seem like guys that I'd want to hang out with. So, um, whereas say, uh, Entourage, which is another show that I, I used to like a whole lot, you know, and ended a few years ago. Um, now looking back on it, it's like, I kind of laugh at how, how I would never, ever be one of those guys from Entourage. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not into sports. I'm not a celebrity guy. Um, and maybe it's just because my brain and that I've got older, the things that, like, I feel like I'm too smart. <laughs> I'm too smart of a guy to like the same things as the guys from Entourage, whereas Silicon Valley, like, I would hang out with those dudes. Yeah, they they... They, they don't go out there and get all the, the chicks and there aren't you know, crazy parties going on all the time. They're just nerdy dudes working on their computer and, and just trying to make it through life. And I, I guess I identify with that more than anything else. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited for both of those shows tonight. Um, some of the other shit, like Better Call Saul... Uh, the season two just ended last week, so, you know, 
when one show's over, another one is on, and, and I've always got stuff to follow. Elisa and I finally are catching up with Dexter because uh, I might have said this before, but I only watched the first six out of eight seasons of Dexter back when uh, I had cable way back in the day when I lived with my mom. And then I wanted to finish out the last two seasons, but uh, I told Elisa how much she would like it. And we started from the beginning and slowly but surely we made it through uh, the first five seasons, and then uh, this past like week and a half, we binged watched uh, season six, and then now we're in seven, and it's all new territory for me. And I already know that uh, it's one of the uh, going around the internet. It's 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 considered one of the most disappointing endings to a series <laughs> uh, on TV. It had so much potential, and the way it ended, it just fizzled out and uh a lot of great shows that i watched um were the same way i felt the same thing with sons of anarchy like i loved that show except you know later in the seasons it's just like why are the writers making this choice and that choice and where why is this show going in this direction and then finally the way it ends it's like I don't want to say that it's like a wasted time watching it, but, um, you know, with that and Entourage, you kind of look at the show as a whole, especially a few years after it's happened, and you see that the best years were in the beginning. So, um, you know, I'm... I already know that the uh, to expect with Dexter, but I gotta finish it. I I gotta see it through to the end, and um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not looking forward to being disappointed, but I'm looking forward to, you know, finding out what's going on. There's a lot of shows going on. I mean, like Breaking Bad, by far was the greatest ending to a series that I've ever seen. You know, from watching. Uh, episode one to the very last one and that was great and and I really like where Better Call Saul's going Uh, I don't know if The Walking Dead's ever gonna end because of how popular it is and uh, I haven't been watching Fear the Walking Dead because I don't have AMC and I you know I I thought the first season of Fear the Walking Dead was all right Uh, had had a lot of potential uh, but not, nothing about it kind of stood out like crazy. I think it was more of a filler for me to just uh, keep my attention until the real Walking Dead came back. So there's that. Uh, Narcos, I watched the whole first season of that. And there's a lot of shows out there, especially on Netflix and Hulu, that uh, I'm very interested in getting into. Mad Men, I've never seen one episode of Mad Men, but now all seven seasons or whatever are on there. Uh, there's a brand new show. Well, it's kind of new. A uh, show called Bloodline on Netflix. Uh, their second season is about to come out next month. So I got that to look forward to. Um, I kind of started X-Files uh, a couple years back. I mean, I watched it as a kid here and there and, and was like, yeah, I'm going to watch this from the beginning. But, you know, I guess it's uh, it's not really... It's like I like the concept of it more than the actual execution. So, I don't know. Maybe one of these days I'll get back to watching the X-Files. But it is very 90s <laughs> more than anything. Uh, same thing with, like, the Larry Sanders show. Like, I tried to watch that. 
and and it's it's hard for somebody like me who's 30 years old in 2016 to watch something that uh, was out as a, when I was a kid and it has different sensibilities as as now. So yeah, man, that's enough about TV. Uh, that's just basically what I'm looking forward to right now uh, at this very moment. I'll take another drink. Um, but I got a lot of cool things on the horizon that I'm working on. I finally, um, I've been picking up my guitar more and more. Um, you know, it's been a few months now since uh, I released my last EP, the Stephen Gedney EP, uh, Metaphysical. Six songs, five or six songs, I don't even remember. I think it's six songs. And uh, I'm really proud of it. And it was a learning experience. It took a long time to put together. I got really, really good feedback uh, from a guy that I respect a lot, uh, Nick Slavin, a uh, dude who uh, I've known for a while, never really hung out with personally. Uh, but he he makes music as well as I do. And uh, to have that sort of uh, feedback from you know a peer, as well as, you know... Um, my band my old bandmates and and other musicians like it it means a lot to me like it's so weird now to think about how I feel about what I want to do now as opposed to you know six seven years ago like I was just thinking about like 2009 that was seven years ago can you believe that shit seven years ago it was 2009 like it seems like yesterday but as I've heard many people say before and my dad say that uh, time just goes by really fast the older you get and then that ain't no joke <laughs> so you should get a pen and write yourself a little note so you don't forget again <laughs> uh, April 27th is coming up and that's my brother's 40th birthday pretty cool man uh, I didn't get him anything I got to I got to do something for him. It's it's 40th. Well, he does live in Oregon where weed is legal. So maybe I'll, I'll get him like 40 bucks worth of weed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't really do that from California. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, it's uh, with with music in general. I know I'm just going all over the... I'm going all over the place because this is uh, my last episode for a while. Um, But I remember back in the day when I used to play in all those bands, um, you know, whether it be uh, (laughs) my first band ever, Dark Resin (laughs) with Mark Dixon, or uh, Purple Cheese, Drive-By Turkey, Laid to Rest, Same Time. Like, I really had these grand ideas of doing what most bands do. Um, Going on in a recording studio and making CDs and playing uh, big local shows and opening up for national touring acts and maybe doing your own tour where a bunch of guys get in a van and drive up and down the West Coast and play to people that have never even heard of them before. Like, I had all those ideas and, and, and... and I don't know, I guess part of me would have liked to gone somewhere with it, you know, play on the Warped Tour or OzFest or uh, something, get on a record label. Obviously, though, that wasn't in the cards. There was many 
many circumstances uh, uh, that um, prevented that from happening. There's no one thing. Uh, it's just a combination, a melting pot of all these different uh, things. I don't know. I can't think of another word. <laughs> to, I tried to sound smart for a minute, but it didn't work. Um, but now it's like I make music. Uh, as, if I really like it and if I enjoy it, then that makes me happy. And if somebody that uh, also makes music that I like, if they like it as well, then that's that means a lot to me. Like it's it's one thing for your family members to say, "Yo, Steve, that's really good. You're really talented." Um, but for another artist to say, "I, I really appreciate this part and and what you did here is really good," and the mixing you've come a long way mixing stuff together, or you've come a long way with your songwriting. Like, it means a lot, and uh, it's just motivation for me to continue doing it. If I get one other person out there to tell me uh, that they like it, then then that's good enough for me. And uh, I know that uh, uh, I'm not out there, you know, trying to get millions of people <laughs> into what I do. I know that uh, what I like is very, very niche, and uh, uh, how I present it is... Uh, uh, you know, it's 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 very unique and individual, and uh, it's not meant for everybody. So, uh, that being said, I do. I've been playing a lot lately. I kind of am starting to come up with ideas for a a new album. I haven't written. I have like one song that's that's really cool, um, but other than that, sorts of songs here and there. Uh, I think though. When I when I get another album complete, this album is going to be stuff that I can actually perform live by myself. Cause uh, I don't know. I mean, it's I've been really for years now since 2010. I've been thinking like I want to go back and play for people, but I didn't have the songs. I didn't have the talent. I didn't have the confidence. But uh, I do now. You know, I th I think I just. I have everything there except the songs. <laughs> like, my singing is, is... I feel so much better about my vocals now than I ever have. Um, uh, my songwriting, my my confidence level, like, I can do it. I just... I need to write the songs. That's it. And uh, I have a good idea on, on, on where I'm going with this. Uh, but it's going to take time. It's going to take time, and, and I'm... I'm going to do it very carefully. I'm not just going to rush it. and, um, Yeah, because it's been a long time. And it's been a while <laughs> since I've been playing for you all. Uh, <laughs> uh, besides that, I am also, I've talked about uh, working on films, filmmaking, that kind of thing. There's something coming up. Uh, that I need to complete by the end of next month. There's a, a contest that has to do with uh, the app that I use for a lot of my filmmaking. And there's also a, a film festival in Sacramento, which uh, I think I'm going to do a little five minute short and enter it, enter this short film into both of them. Uh, and so I have a general idea. Um, I had something before, but it was going to take a lot of preparation, a lot of effort, and I didn't think I had enough time to do it. But uh, uh, last week when I was at work, I started coming up with 
a concept that was somewhat challenging, but uh, very ideal uh, and doable that I, I could uh, achieve uh, in a five-minute film. And all I really needed was to, to flesh out all the details. And I have uh, a few people that are interested in, in, in helping me out and being in it. So, uh, shit, man, sky's the limit. And so I'm hoping uh, sometime around the 7th, that's right, the 7th, um, I can get most of the principal filming done. Although, I'm not really sure about the editing yet because uh, this computer that I record my podcast on, um, there's not a lot of free space on it. And when you're editing videos and stuff, you need a lot of free space. Take a drink. Also, May 7th is uh, Free Comic Book Day, and uh, that's pretty exciting, man. I went last year for the first time, got my free comics, got to see some cosplayers, took a picture with uh, Captain America, <laughs> and uh, that was when I got introduced to A1 Comics for the first time, and, and ever since then, ever since last year, I've been just really embracing uh, uh, comic books again as an adult and now i have a wall with uh posters of batman and the joker and spider-man and venom and iron man i had the death of superman on the wall that issue um i picked up a few new comics too uh first of all i always check out dollar tree <laughs> because ever since i found that uh, uh batman versus spawn uh comic um for a dollar I've always checked them out and now they they have uh, single issues uh, more recent ones for a dollar so I pick I pick up anything that looks pretty cool to me so right now I'm looking at uh, two Ghost Rider Fear Itself issues um, I believe these are from 2011 uh, so I got issue two and three out of a five set and I mean yeah they're pretty cool and nice artwork uh, it's funny because 2011, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but obviously it was five years ago. And there's all sorts of advertisements for the, uh, there's advertisements for the Captain America movie, the first one. And now we're on the, on the, uh, the cusp of, uh, Captain America three civil war. So I got those, and then yesterday went to Half Price Books, and I was looking on the shelf. I didn't really see anything. Hold on. Shit. I'm tied up here. Hold on. I have to get something off my shelf. So I didn't really see anything on the shelf that I, uh, was really calling to me, but then they have this cart. Uh, next to the shelf and said uh, get them before they're shelved you know like it's stuff that was freshly bought ready to go and uh, I saw three three graphic novels that I had to pick up uh, and the first being Batman versus Predator it was 10 bucks and uh, it's from 1991 and it basically collects I don't know how many issues my buddy Larry I think he was asking me if it had three or four. I think it's just three issues, Larry. 
Um, but it, it, this novel, it, it has all three. Oh, wow. I'm looking at this right now. It's pretty crazy. Hmm. One of three. Batman vs. Predator. Batman vs. So it looks like it looks like there was three issues, but each one had two different covers. So there's a total of uh, six covers for three issues. But this book in in particular, it has all it has every story, all three stories uh, together in one fat book. And uh, I mean, I am a sucker for these verses. Uh, whenever you take two properties and put them together i mean it's gold <laughs> i'm i mean i remember going and seeing freddy versus jason back in the theater in 2003 batman versus superman uh and when i found out about these comics i mean there there there's so many different ones out there like batman versus predator there's uh batman versus judge dread alien versus predator and uh Shit, man, you look at this. This is uh, uh, for sure early 90s artwork, early 90s writing. I mean, I love the 90s. For uh, It's undeniable my love for the 90s. So uh, this is going to be one of my prized possessions <laughs> for sure. And it's funny because I, I belong to some of those comic book collector uh, groups on Facebook and stuff. And and a lot of them are all about uh, uh, the value, uh, graded comics, first appearances. And for me, and, uh, and you know, like the 90s is so looked down upon in the comic saturated. Um, but it maybe it's just me. It reminds me of my childhood. It reminds me of a, a really cool creative time in my life and anything 90s. Uh, Chances are I'm going to be a fan of it. So, uh, moving on, the other one I picked up, it is not a Versus, but it is a comic called Hearts of Darkness featuring Ghost Rider, Wolverine, and The Punisher. And uh, this is fucking 90s as well, man, for sure. Like, the artwork, the colors, the I mean, this shit is... Uh, when I close my eyes and I, I imagine the 90s, this is, man, like something about the colors and something about like a character like Ghost Rider. I mean, it just screams my childhood. And uh, it's like, I don't know, man. It's like when uh, uh, people first discovered a methamphetamine or something like the drawing is really, really good, but it's still dirty and gritty. Uh, this is before computers were being used as a, uh, a tool for uh, coloring and smoothing things out. Like this is every picture in this book is hand drawn, hand colored, and uh, they didn't they didn't go way too elaborate with the shading. You know, they they kept they kept it really simple. Um, I don't know. It's not four colors. I mean, that was the Back in the day, uh, they used to only use four colors in comics, but damn, they, they have less than 15 colors, that's for sure. And uh, yeah, this is a, another great one. Like, it's a team-up, you know, three different characters from three different comic book 
um, storylines, three different uh, uh, whatever, um, all teaming up for this one issue. And I love this, and, and I'm fucking, I wish I had a t-shirt with these three characters on it. And then the last one I got, um, I'm going to have to read through this thing, because I'm not sure. But um, I believe, oh yeah, this is, this is issue one of three for uh, The Dark Knight Strikes Again. Now, you can buy this book uh, similar to... Um, the uh, Batman versus Predator, where you can get all three of them in one book. And uh, when I saw this, I picked it up and thought, eh, this is kind of a small book. Well, I just figured out this is issue one of three. Um, but still, I guess that just means I'm going to have to get uh, issue two and <laughs> issue three to finish out the collection. Um, but this is the sequel to the seminal Frank Miller, Dark Knight, uh, uh, Dark Knight Returns. A uh, very famous book from the 80s. This one came out in 2001, uh, right after 9-11. And this has been criticized for bad writing, bad artwork. Um, but I'm looking at it right now, and I think it looks great, man. Like, it's, uh, it's, it's simplistic. It's not super detailed like uh, a lot of uh, comics of this time period. Um, it still has like an 80s vibe to it, even though it came out in 2001. And uh, it's it's printed on paper, like really nice paper, almost like a magazine. And the colors are, are bright and vibrant. I, I think it's really cool, man. And so it's just another one for the collection. And that's that's what I got uh, uh, in my, my long box. <laughs> And so, yeah, man, free comic book day. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I hope I have a few extra bucks and maybe I can uh, uh, hit up one of the sales and uh, see what they got. So, yeah, man, I got the I got the short film coming up. I got the comic books I'm working on music. And uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's not. I can just say that uh, um, I've enjoyed doing this podcast, and in the future, I'm going to continue to put episodes out, but not on a weekly basis. I don't want to just do it because uh, it's that time of the week. Like I want to wait until some event happens. Like I'd like to interview some people. I've talked to different people in the past about um, talking to them about like their bands or something, and then maybe have the bands performing, but I still need to figure out all... I need to figure that out. I need to have time. And uh, going forward, I think the podcast is going to be, you know, it's not going to be just about me. Like, of course, I'm going to, I'm still going to uh, fill you guys in on, on what's going on in my life. But I really want to, I want to include other people. I want to make it about other people, people that I'm interested in. And who knows? Who knows where it's going to go? Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I, I um, I'm very. It this has been. It was an experiment, really. Like starting off a year ago, like can I do this? Can I, can I follow through 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 the year? And it's caused uh, my wife a lot of headaches. But I, I continued on like a like a champ, like a soldier, and um, yeah, I can, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty years from now, I can go back and listen 
to this time in my life and um, learn from it. And, you know, I, I have it's weird. I haven't listened to any of those episodes <laughs> from a year ago. Like uh, when I first started doing it, I would listen to the episode right away to hear what I sounded like. And uh, as time went on, I just started running out of time. I would be interested in other podcasts. And, and now, right now on my phone, I have like the last three episodes <laughs> uh, I haven't listened to. So I'm going to have to go back and do that to finish this out, to feel complete. But um, but yeah, man, I, I just want to say thanks again to everybody. I appreciate it. Um, and uh, I look forward to whatever is next. I mean... It's weird, you know. I hate to I hate to make it sound like I'm never going to do this again cuz I am and it's probably going to be sooner than later, honestly. I just I feel like I'm one of those guys that that wants to do so much in my life and I don't know why. I I have this need of like like I'm afraid I'm going to die and and not have anything to show for it. So I like constantly want to do things and put things out there and You know, like there, I did an episode way back about this guy, um, Mark Norton, who uh, I was kind of friends with a little bit in high school, but you know we had a falling out, and and um, you know he passed away last year, and, and he left behind a daughter and a lot of friends. Man, like they had a uh, a get together at his parents' house after he died, and and a lot of people that he was friends with showed up, and and I have this fear that, you know, if 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 that happened to me, you know, like there wouldn't be that many people that cared, and it's you know it's not about the quantity of friends or family you have, it's about the quality, but. You know, like it's, uh, 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 I'm not afraid of, of death. I'm afraid of insignificance. I'm afraid of, uh, yeah, that's, that's it, man. So that's why I, I just have this weird need to constantly do stuff and put pictures up in my thoughts and songs and movies and videos and all that. So. That's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to do as much as I can in this life. I want to see as many things as I can. I want to try as many beers as I can. I want to have as much fun as I can because you only got one life. And, and I'm not, I don't believe in God, man. So as far as I know, after this is over, that's it. I'm going to burn out into black and, and, and I, there's nothing left out there. And I know that's kind of a, a lot of people find that really hard to understand. And, and, you know, I mean, I respect what you guys believe in and, and, and I also respect what I believe in. So that's my motivation to do, do whatever I can in this shit. So, uh, we're about at 40 minutes or so. I think that's good to, to end, uh, episode 50, um, so I'm going to give you every plug uh, so you can keep up with what I'm doing. So with uh, 
if you want to see uh, the short films and, and all sorts of other videos and stuff that I'm going to be putting out soon, uh, head over to youtube.com slash Stephen Gedney, and that should take you. You could see all sorts of videos that I've put out over the last few years, and uh, uh, if you subscribe there, then uh, every time I put something new out, you'll you'll get to check it out, and, and I have some really cool things coming. Um my music, it's at ruralsuburban.bandcamp.com. And that's pretty much all the music that uh, I've put out um, by myself. Uh, stuff that I've recorded on my own with help from friends. But hopefully pretty soon, all my old bands uh, that I was in, everything that we recorded, I could put that up there as well. Um, my Instagram is at uh, Stephen M. J. Gedney. Same, same thing with uh, my Twitter. I try to tweet as much as I can um, when I get ideas, um, but Instagram, I have a lot of cool pictures on there. I share every comic book that I pick up, uh, every funny uh, thing that happens in my life I try to take a picture of, and yeah, and then uh, I'm on Facebook, um, but I'm sure you guys already know that. Uh, if I'm not friends with you, I don't know, send me a friend request and maybe maybe we'll hook something up. Um, but yeah, I'm here. Um, I'll be back. I don't know when, but, uh, soon, like I said, sooner than later. And I look forward to, uh, doing this again. So as I've said in the past, thank you for listening, subscribing, talk to you soon. Have a good one. (laughs) 